Uh, thank you for joining us on Facebook or the podcast, or if you're still watching on the stream between uh, great TV stations, we appreciate you tuning in. Want to show you this list here we have. Here are the nonprofits, the group that groups that are working with local, uh, well, great TV and local news live to raise money, funds, and awareness for uh, the problems that are. The Ukrainians are facing right now. Specifically today, we talk with President and CEO of UNICEF USA, Michael Neinheis, about Ukraine. Here is their link as they're trying to uh, raise money to help out the children of Ukraine who are being forced to leave their homes and are facing conflicts in their country as Russia's invaded and now a war has broken out in Ukraine. So let's go ahead and play our interview earlier today. Michael was nice enough to spend some time with me and talk about how you can help out those in need. Michael, thanks for joining us today on Local News Live. We appreciate you jumping on here to talk about what you're doing in Ukraine. What is the most urgent need for UNICEF right now? Uh, there's so many needs uh, for the children and families who are both fleeing uh, uh, Ukraine, but those who are still there. And so, you know, we've been able to deliver uh, just recently, 62 tons of critical medicines and medical supplies to about 50 hospitals in Kiev and Kharkiv, to two of the major cities. Uh, we've set up um, uh, mobile teams for health and for mental health and psychosocial support uh, for, for children. Uh, we've set up uh, 26 of what we call blue dot uh, centers uh, along the border where refugees are crossing over. And these are kind of service centers where refugees can come and uh, get uh, basic services, including mental health and psychosocial, uh, get directed to uh, other services that they need. So, uh, you know, the, the range of need is huge. And uh, we, along with many others, are trying to meet it. I'm going to ask you again, but I want to get at the top here. How can people contribute to your cause? Yeah, and you know we, we need resources. Uh, this is a huge, huge humanitarian effort. And uh, the best way uh, to support UNICEF's work here is to go to our website, unicefusa.org slash help Ukraine and make a donation. Uh, this is the time for all of us to come and step up and stand with them. UNICEF has been doing so much great work for, for so long with a number of, of crises. How does what we're seeing in Ukraine compared to some of the severe crises we've seen over the past 10, 20 years? Yeah, you know, UNICEF responds to all of these kinds of crises around the world and, you know, have huge efforts and still do in places like Syria. Uh, the, the, the thing that's unusual about this is just the speed with which it has happened. Uh, we haven't seen that before. Uh, the, the, the level of, um, of activity of movement of people across the border in such a short amount of time uh, is really unprecedented, certainly in Europe and, 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 and elsewhere. So, um, you know, again, the needs are huge, uh, ranging everything from healthcare to food to mental health to, to everything. How do the needs for children maybe differ from the needs of adults that are in Ukraine right now? Well, imagine being, you know, an elementary school student uh, in Ukraine who just a couple of weeks ago was sitting in your classroom and, and uh, now you're, you're a refugee, you know, fleeing across uh, dangerous parts of your country to, to get out, um, you know, Number one, there's the trauma of that, which is why we've been really focused on mental health and psychosocial support needs of those children. Uh, but they're out of school again. Uh, these are kids who were out of school during you know, the height of the COVID pandemic as well. Uh, and we know the impact that has on learning. So uh, trying to find ways to get them uh, uh, back in more structured settings. Um, that's what we do in some of the safe spaces that we set up. Uh, to give them an opportunity to, to decompress from the pressures around them uh, and really think again about learning. 
You mentioned these areas that you have set up. I think you mentioned that some of them are at the border, some of them are in Ukraine, where you provide medicine, you provide mental health for these uh, young people. Can you describe those again, those physical spots that you have set up that are doing uh, such valuable work? Yeah, we call it a blue dot center, or a blue dot hub. Um, you know, that blue dot is uh, very visible. It's, you know, part of the UNICEF brand and, and uh, which is well regarded everywhere. Uh, so people know it's a safe space and, and there we can uh, not only provide direct services uh, to refugees that are coming across, but also uh, direct them to other services, whether it's transportation needs that they have or, um, you know, uh, health or, or whatever. But we do have those staff with mental health staff and, and with others, so um, we could provide those immediate services that people need. Might be a challenging question to, to give a number. I know over the weekend, about 1.7 million refugees had left Ukraine, and the number is still going probably over 2 million by this point. Are you able to say uh, what percentage of that are children? Is it a pretty high number? Yeah, it's about half. Uh, so about 50% of, of the refugees. We know that by um, by, by watching the, the refugees come across uh, the border. Uh, so think about that. If we're at 1.7 or higher now, you're talking about what, 900,000 uh, yeah. children? Uh, so again, just imagine the, the disruption and the impact on their lives um, uh, as, as they just go from a, a normal life like our kids are going off to school and, and the next day they're having to flee the country. Only a few more questions for you, Michael, and thanks for joining us again. The uh, president and CEO of UNICEF USA, Michael Neinheis. Uh, Michael, over the next couple of days, to what extent do you anticipate this crisis maybe worsening, getting better, or is it maybe difficult to say? It's so difficult to say, isn't it? And, uh, you know, UNICEF has been in Ukraine for about 25 years. We have a long history there and deep partnerships with the government and with other actors there. We've got 140 staff on the ground in Ukraine, plus uh, many others uh, coming along the border where the refugees are crossing in other countries. Uh, so we're, we're keeping, you know, our ear uh, to the ground to what's happening there in the security situation, uh, not only for our own staff, uh, which is a great concern of ours, of course, but, uh, but also for all those that we're, that we're serving. We don't see any let up uh, to the refugee crisis, uh, and we see increasingly deteriorating conditions in the cities where, uh, where people are staying. And so it's just going to get worse uh, for a while until there's some uh, break in, uh, in, in the fighting there. One more time, Michael, how can people contribute to UNICEF in this cause? Yeah, again, we need we need to support uh, all of these people in Ukraine, and, and we can do that effectively because we're on the ground there. Uh, please go to our website, unicefusa.org slash help Ukraine and help the Ukrainians uh, through UNICEF. Uh, we would love your support. Final thoughts, Michael. I wanted to give you the floor here to give any more, uh, more thoughts you have on, on this situation. Well, just that, you know, children uh, typically are the ones who are impacted the most in these situations. Um, adults have probably more coping mechanisms than, than kids do. They're, they're, they're put in a, in, a, in a situation they've never been in before, uh, difficult time understanding what's happening and why, uh, incredible disruption to learning and all of that. So, um, you know, our focus at UNICEF is on children, on families broadly, but with a real laser focus on the needs of children, um, and they need our help. President and CEO of UNICEF USA, Michael Neinheis. Michael, thank you so much for your time and all the wonderful work that UNICEF is doing in, in a really challenging moment. Well, we thank everybody for their support. Really appreciate Michael's contributions there, giving us some insight on what children fleeing from Ukraine need, what those who are still there need, and just how you can contribute to UNICEF. I'm going to go over this list again, but first, 
Here is the website, unicefusa.org. If you go there, you can find the tab for donating to UNICEF, and you're given the options here as they do some wonderful work for Ukrainian children. And Michael mentioned about 50% of those fleeing from Ukraine are children. So there's been about 2 million that was announced earlier today by the UN have become refugees from Ukraine. That means about a million children have had to flee the country. So there is an absolute need there uh, for your contribution. UNICEF is working with a number of nonprofits and groups to help out with Gray TV and get funds, get aid to those in Ukraine. That includes Doctors Without Borders, Voices of Children, Sunflower of Peace, International Committee of the Red Cross, Save the Children, UN Refugee Agency Care, International Medical Corps, um, Project HOPE, the International Rescue Committee, and RASM for Ukraine. All those groups are doing wonderful work to try to uh, help out those in Ukraine, and they're partnering with Gray TV, so we appreciate them doing it. Again, that was the president and CEO of UNICEF USA, Michael Nightheis. We appreciate him joining us on Local News Live to talk about how you can contribute and help out the children who are fleeing from Ukraine and those who are still trapped and stuck in their own country. We appreciate you tuning in on Local News Live, the seven-day-a-week network for Gray TV as we continue to cover the Ukraine crisis the Russian invasion of Ukraine and how you can contribute 